Hey, welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Danny McGinlay. He's Shane Lee. It, look, people think that this is kind of the off-season for sports with the, the, the football in the Northern Hemisphere winding down and the Ashes not even starting yet, but we are chock-a-block with mm. sport. Shane, where, 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 what should we start? Well, we should start with West Ham, mate, because I know, didn't your cousin marry a West Ham supporter? Yes, yes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you think of a West Ham supporter, you think of the Cockney East London yep. geezer. Uh, however, he is the opposite. He is a, a very prim and proper uh, Englishman. And I, t- I texted him this morning going, what a win. And he's responded with, oh, my days. Thank you. <laughs> and I said, how did you celebrate? And he said, I've opened a packet of biscuits I've been saving for this occasion. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, he's not quite the West Ham supporter, is he? But uh, yes, very much a toff, I reckon. <laughs> he's very much a toff, and uh, but you'll yeah. like this, Shane. He's uh, he's open. I asked what biscuits you know, merit such an mm. occasion because West Ham never win anything. We've been talking <laughs> no. about. He, he feels he lives in an age where anyone who's not a fan of the top four Premier League sides. Uh, silverware is just not winnable. West Ham have done it, winning the Conference mm. League against Fiorentina. Um, it, I did ask you know, what, what biscuits came out, and he's got Choco Liebnitz. They're German, <laughs> but I voted Remain. That's very clever. I love and I, I tactfully didn't uh, talk to him about the Ashes because that's where we disagree. I, I watched the first couple of sessions of the the grand final of the test. Uh, it seems we're doing pretty well. Mate, we are, mate. It's uh, Australia got sent in. Obviously, um, draw is good enough for Australia in this match. I'm saying that. I, I, is it? Are we, so yes. Hang, yeah. Are we, I mean, there's been a lot written about... What, what, what is this? I mean, we're in a grand final, but we've never been in a grand final before. It seems, you know, we've done a lot of tests and now suddenly we're being faced with a practical exam. Well, this is, yeah, this is the World Test Championship and uh, it's Australia versus India. It's, it's always be played on a, um, uh, a neutral ground, so hence why they're playing at the Oval. Um, uh, it's only happened once before, New Zealand beating India two years ago uh, and Australia has qualified first. Um, uh, and so they just need a draw. So India have sent Australia in, and that stumps. We're three for 327. Look, there's some really good stuff. Watch this last night. For me, the real highlight, Warner, 43. It's not that he, in fact, he got 43, but it's the way he got him. His feet were moving as well as I've seen his feet move in four years. So he looked really good. He's pushing the ball down the ground, cutting and pulling. Um, looked, looked really good. Steve Smith, an absolute genius. 95 not out of 227 balls, but it was Travis Head, mate. 146 not out of 156 balls. Strike rate right up there um, and just dominated and turned the game. Wow. Isn't it amazing? Like This is the, the pinnacle of test cricket, or so mm. we're being told. And yet uh, we're mostly excited about how we can use this form to beat the Poms. Yeah, I think so. It's a really good run up up into the ashes for us. And look, uh, you know, Kawaja missed out. He got a duck. He nicked one early. Um, the ball was semi around quite a bit. It was quite green. Uh, Labashain actually copped one on the wrist early doors and sort of fought on. But he, he got bowled for 26, yeah. But um, it was just Travis Head who, you know, before he was dropped terribly for that uh, – uh, subcontinent tour to India, uh, which was appalling. He was really dominating Australia and really batting at his best. And hopefully they keep him at number five and he continues to do that and they don't. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, have attempted, attempted to put him up to open. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, explain. I mean, you've, mm. you've got way more experience than this. What is the psychology of being a middle-order batsman compared to an opener? Well, an opener, is, it's a real specific position. Um, you're either an opener or you're not. And people say, well, what's the difference between that and number three? Well, it, it is different. The fact that you're walking out without seeing a ball um, – uh, 
bounce on the wicket prior, prior to batting on it um, is a real um, specialist position. But somebody who bats at number five is going to be able to play, come in if we're three for ten, so you're facing the brand new ball. But if the yeah, the top order put on a few runs, you've got to be able to play the spinners and then potentially take the second new ball as well. So you have varying roles uh, batting at five and six. All right. Well, let's keep Travis Head in mm. there. I want some yep. Ashes glory as well as to win this grand final that no one's really heard of before. I mean, it's, it is so weird. I mean, this is, this, this is, we've been doing all these tests. This is the grand final. Uh, but if we lose, I'm just going to say this is the most pointless match in the history of cricket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, it's a good start. Three for three for 327. Well done, Aussies. Great day one. Yeah, I'm going to be watching tonight. Hey, uh, in the tennis, um, Carlos Alcaraz uh, defeated Stefanos uh, Tsitsipas in the French Open quarterfinals to set up a showdown with Novak Djokovic. Mate, am I alone here? I barely knew the French Open was on. It's barely getting any publicity at the moment. We're already at the quarterfinals. Am I, is that just me uh, not paying attention? Or is this? Does, does it really feel the French Open's not been blowing its trumpet this year? You did know it was on? Fair enough. Well, I've just got back from France, so I, I, I knew it was on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, look, it, it has crept up on us. There's a lot of football going on here, um, and that's sort of in the background. But I tipped at the start, this Alcaraz um, odds-on favourite to win. Well... He's coming up against the Joker uh, in the semi-final. He was really good against Sissipas. He won 6-2, 6-1, 7-6. In the third, Sissipas once again going out in a quarter or, or a semi. Uh, can't quite go on with it. But, yeah, this will be the final. I think Alcaraz versus Djokovic, and I think whoever wins this will win the French Open. I'm still I'm still tipping the youngster, the 20-year-old Alcaraz. Oh, really? And and when are we yep. officially going to call him The Rock? <laughs> yes, exactly right. I love it. Got to bring him. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Surely that's right. The Rock versus The Joker. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Although, I, I've really, I, I haven't heard him be called The Joker for a while. He's just been Novak's for a while here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, hey, yeah. we should be proud of Aussie Ellen Perez. Uh, she knocked out the villains of the French Open in the doubles. Uh, now this was uh, the, the the people she knocked out. They uh, there was a ball that hit a a, a, a ball girl, mm-hmm. and uh, they said, "Well, you got to you you got to default them out of the game, even though you know it was a bit of an accident. No one, there was no intent to hurt the ball girl, and uh, they've no. they've knocked it out. People have gone nuts for it. This just proves my theory that tennis is WWE for people who don't <laughs> like violence. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, these two villains, uh, Cerebles and uh, and Buskova. Um, yeah, they, they claim they claim the win. Um, as you said, the Indonesian um, uh, pairing who just sort of hit the ball softly. Uh, it was after the point and hit the ball girl in the throat. They're, they're very um, conv- like you. You hear yeah, those she, sentences she, out of context. Yeah, she hit the ball softly. Great, you hear yeah. her in the throat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the, the the French and the Italians, mate, in soccer, mate, you just sort of touch them and they fall down, don't they? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Oh, we, French, we Italian, piss. Spanish, English, pretty much anyone except <laughs> the Socceroos and the Matildas. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, but the, the Aussies, as you said, Ellen um, Perez and her partner uh, Martinez. Um, knocked them out. So so the villains are out, and the Aussie uh, marches through with the American. That's great to hear, too, uh, the Aussie doubles of uh, Perez mm. and Martinez. Good Latino names. We yes, need, yes. We, I, I, I look very enviously at a lot of the American uh, sports teams having great Latino athletes, or Latina, I guess, in this uh, mm. case. But, man, that's, I just hope our multicultural nation can bring some some great uh, Latin American uh, heritage athletes. Hey, Nick Kyrgios, by the way, he's had a bit of an mm. uh, incident. Well, not an incident. I mean, for Nick Kyrgios, this isn't an incident. This is actually quite delightful. <laughs> um, he's asked, he's jokingly asked Ben Stiller to uh, to coach him 
<laughs> well, well, I don't think he asked him. He, he just put it out there on Twitter saying, uh, I'm not now looking for a coach, any takers. And Ben, ben Stiller replied, he said, I'm open to it, but you have to be, you'll have to. you need to be serious, which I thought was quite funny. So that, that, I'm not sure which uh, actor you'd want to go. I'd, I would go Jason Sudeikis. I mean, he's yeah, out of work at the yeah, moment yeah, with Ted Lasso yeah, wrapping yeah. up. And I think, you know, he's proven himself. He can. He's took AFC Richmond almost to the top. So, oh, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'd much want, who would you want as a, um, would you want Arnie? Arnie Schwarzenegger coaching or something like that? Oh, I mean... You, Hit you, the ball now. <laughs> Hit it. You really don't know because do you want them as a character? Because Ben Stiller's character in Dodgeball would be a brilliant coach. Oh, Zoolander would be good. Or Zoolander, well, no, Zoolander would be a terrible coach, but he'd look good. <laughs> he'd do well the French. He'd be dressed well. I think if I wanted a coach from a, as a character from a mm. movie, and this is playing very much to my... Uh, to, to my, uh, yeah, this is the stuff I think about all day long. I reckon uh, you, you want Yoda. If we go on movie characters, Yoda would be the best coach possible. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of Steven Seagal. <laughs> in, in Under Siege, or just Steven Seagal. The big, <laughs> he's getting very fat these days, Shane. He's, if you watch any of his recent films, they, they, they don't do a wide shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd be sweating just, just walking to the tennis court, That's wouldn't right. he? Anyway, it'd be fun to watch. Hey, let's go to golf. I mean, I, I assume you spoke about this uh, yesterday. Just the biggest twist in mm. the big, most bizarre turn of events that no one saw com- coming. I mean, so Australian Major Champion Jeff Ogilvie said... Uh, the PGA Tour boss, Jay Monaghan, was heckled and labelled a hypocrite in a fiery meeting where players called for his resignation. I think he got off easy there. He has absolutely turned his back on the players who remained loyal to him. It's so weird, Liv and PGA getting together. It is genuinely like the like Batman and the Joker suddenly announcing their partners. But it was, it was always going to come back together. I didn't think it was going to come back this quickly. Um, it happened in World Series cricket. It happened in Super League, um, in Rugby League. Um, yeah, they go their separate ways, but they always come back together. They have to for the betterment of the game. And yeah, this guy, obviously the players who stayed loyal to the PGA are not happy. And, you know, they said their loyalty has not been rewarded. Actually, it's probably quite the opposite. So I agree. But, you know, guys like Cameron Smith and that who took 140 million plus 25% of the, the Live Australian franchise are laughing all the way to the bank and good on them. Yeah, but they need to be punished somehow. No, I'm not talking like, like you know. <laughs> In a Saudi way? <laughs> but I'm thinking like maybe, maybe for the next three years, the players who remain loyal to PGA – they get, uh, you know, a, a few strokes minimum. You know, they get, uh, you know, whatever the golf yeah, terms maybe. are, or, yeah. uh, or, or all the live players can't have to can't use a caddy. They have to carry their own clubs, mm. and uh, and all the PGA players who are loyal, they get the golf cart, but everyone else has to walk. What do you think of yeah, that? Well, maybe you don't get a ball washer. <laughs> sure, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I'm talking, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the golf balls actually. All right, well, stay with us after this. We're talking NRL, <laughs> AFL, and all and any any sport you want. Just yell at the yell at your listening device. We'll talk about it. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute and sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with Cellade the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a cell aid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your cell aid at cellaid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O.
Welcome back to Afternoon Sport. I'm Danny McGinley. He's Shane Lee. Uh, so, well, I mean, it's a big weekend in the AFL with uh, Buddy Franklin playing his 350th game. A big, you're a big Swans fan, uh, Shane. Uh, he, he got the ultimate compliment uh, where the GOAT, Lee Matthews, has declared yeah. Lance Franklin the best player of the century, which I, I love that. That is classic Lee Matthews to you know, acknowledge someone, but still, yeah. you know, because yeah. Lee was the best player of the 20th century. He is. Yep. Yeah. He was a real excitement machine. The what did go against him is yep. he was playing for Hawthorne, which uh, made the rest of us uh, very yeah. sick to our stomachs. That's right, yeah. Well, there's only, what, we're 23 years into this one, but um, look, Franklin, his he stats are undeniable at 34. Um, he's about to pass uh, Doug Wade, isn't he? So he's, he's kicked 1,097, so 1,100. Gets there, two-time premiership player, eight times All-Australian, four times Cobble um, medal winner, you know, 20-year career, and just so many moments. And I remember seeing a young Buddy Franklin wearing at number 23 for Hawthorne, and I was really getting into AFL back then. I thought, who's this kid? He was the best athlete in the country at that time. Tall and he, he could take overhead marks then, but just fast and nimble and had a real sense of, you know, opportunity and just bloody kick goals from anywhere on the paddock. Uh, hey, do you know this story about Lee Matthews though? Just talking about how how cheeky he is with. Uh, I've, I've worked with him on uh, Channel Seven. He is genuinely one of the best humans you'll ever meet. A really lovely man. But okay, there's a famous him. story of um, after he won his third premiership with the Brisbane Lions. Uh, they were <laughs> him and a few of his uh, leadership group. The, you know the best players were in a lift at uh, Crown Casino about to go greet the fans and one of one of the midfielders Justin Lethich uh, decided to give Lethal a bit of lip and said uh, so Lee hey, you know if you didn't have us you'd be nothing you'd be nothing with it. you know you've got Vossi here Jonathan Brown myself Aka you got, you'd be nothing without us and Lee you know didn't just, just looked at him and went no you're right you're right if I didn't have you I'd just be the best player of all time <laughs> He's I'd tell you the other other stat I did mention about Buddy Franklin, mate. Um, it's I believe, and I don't correct me if I'm, I'm wrong here, but um, three times he kicked a hundred goals and a hundred roots. Oh yeah, off the, off, no, no, that only happened. happened. <laughs> he was only ever kicked a hundred in a season once, but a hundred roots, probably yes. He's a good-looking man, and he he works hard. <laughs> Yep, there you go. Anyway, that's allegedly, by the way. <laughs> Let's go over to the NRL. Now, Shane, what on earth is happening in your code of football? What is it? Okay, so there's so Jason Riles, he's a he's an assistant. Uh, where is he? Where, where is he coach? The Roosters. At the Roosters. Okay, he now was. he's <laughs> approached another team to maybe get a job interview to be the head coach. And the Roosters have sacked him for it. Now, I mean, the thing that long-time listeners will know, the thing I can't get my head around with rugby league is players just swapping teams halfway through a season. It seems this guy's done the right thing to try and further his career and he's, he hasn't even gone to the other team. He's just asked for a job interview and they've sacked him. What, what's, what's happening? Well, the, the Roosters, and this is Nick Politis from the top down, they say if you go to the um, uh, the Roosters football club, you're a rooster for life and you get looked after. And um, yeah, he didn't do the right thing according to the Roosters and, and when had that interview um, and so they sacked him on the spot frog marched him from the actual from the ground get out mate and um, you know if, if you want to turn your back on us we don't want you here and they're pretty ruthless like that the Roosters who did he uh, who, did, who did he have an interview with with the Dragons that's your team yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a former Dragons player yeah, my team, yeah. and um, Would you have wanted him? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, potentially, yeah. But uh, look, he's in charge of the defence at the Roosters. It's been pretty appalling this year. So each, each game that the Roosters were losing, his shares were going down quite fast. So, <laughs> so maybe the, but, yeah, uh, the job interview was just a, a, a secret, re- a good reason that they could get rid of him. Maybe, maybe, mate, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. also been a call for the uh, Rabbitohs to for the Blues to reunite Reynolds, Walker, and Cook. 
Can, the, can a club tell the state of origin side what to do? No, but uh, Reynolds plays um, for the Broncos, but was a former Rabbits. Um, and look, potentially, but I, I think Nico Hines will go into the 5'8", um, the halfback position, sorry, um, in, to replace Nathan Cleary. Um, I hope Walker does play, and, and Cook's sort of in there and he'll come off the bench. Um, but he might start, I reckon, because I don't reckon uh, 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 Abbasai had a, had, had a great uh, origin one, so... Yeah, I don't think Reynolds will play. It'll be Nico Hines with Walker and Cook. Shay, just between yeah. you and me, off air, no one's listening. The Blues got any hope? Oh, I hope so, mate. And it, this is the great thing about State of Origin. You never know, and you think when you think it's going to go one way, it can turn. Um, do we have a lot of work to do? Yeah, we do. We, we lost the best player in the game at the moment, in Nathan Cleary. Uh, and Nico Hines, like he's been a very, very good club footballer, and he ran onto the paddock last uh, last game. He's had like probably twenty minutes of State of Origin football. But very, very different running on at the end towards he's now got to direct the team around the paddock. He's got a lot, a lot of work to do. And I'll put pressure on him. Yeah. All right. One last thing on yep. origin. This is something I've requested for a while. Mm-hmm. And I just want to run it to you. Okay. So there is rugby league all, all across Australia. It's just mm-hmm. in certain, in a lot of cities, it's it's, the, it's not as big as Australian rules football. But there would be kids mm-hmm. playing rugby league around Adelaide, around Melbourne. Could yep. we get yep. some sort of state of origin curtain raiser, Victoria versus South Australia? And I, and I know it would be, you know, like fifth mm-hmm. division compared to what we're about to see. But could that happen? Because I... Yeah. I a bit envious of state of origin, you know, the Queenslanders and the New South Welsh getting involved. I'd love to see Victoria give it a go, even if it was, you know, absolute amateurs. Could this happen? Well, look, it's a very, very good point because um, now that, um, you know, football's really just been played in New South Wales and Queensland, but when the state of origin now goes to Perth, it sells out faster than any AFL game over there. The same in Melbourne, um, and now Adelaide's been a huge success as well. So there is passion. Yeah, well, why not? It's just it's just going to be a curtain raiser. But the, for some reason, this New South Wales versus Queensland, this form of football just brings the best out and there's key moments every year. And it's a chance as a player to turn yourself into a legend overnight almost if you mm-hmm. play well. See, indeed. I would just love to. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay, that's it for Afternoon Sport. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Cell AED, uh, the world's smallest defibrillator. Um, for about 300 bucks, you can save your life or someone we'll else's. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. At Gradability, we believe that every graduate should have the skills and opportunity to pursue the career of their choice. But sometimes, we need help to bridge that gap. And that's where the Gradability Accelerator Plus Program, or GAP Program, comes in. The GAP program is designed to supplement your learning with real-life experience at one of our almost 12,000 host employers, giving you the vital experience needed to kickstart your professional career. Visit gradability.com.au for more information.